to me, the first thing we got to realize is how big this is. If it was a situation where Memphis is losing elimination game in game six, I mean, it's a, the whole series swings on a game like game five. And my thought is, is this an example? And let's not forget, Memphis fought back courageously earlier in this series. So we've got two games now where the grit, the the determination of Memphis was the deciding factor in the game. There's a lot of NBA teams that wouldn't have came back from the earlier game for sure. What was that, like 24 with like 13, 14 minutes left, right? More, yeah, 25, more than, yeah. three minutes to go in the third quarter. Yeah, so 15 minutes, 25. A lot of teams are, are especially long season, long series. Hey, we lost that one, boys. They, they refused to lose. And obviously in game five, when it's not as big of a comeback, they're not going to quit. But they sure did it. You know, it's not only trying, they did it. And we can look at this two different ways. We can look at it as, geez, maybe they are going to advance. But if it takes Memphis all this effort and all these heroics to win in the first round, they're nothing. Or we can say, hey, in individual games, in a a seven-game series, a lot of things can happen amongst professional teams. doesn't say anything about the next series, really. But... But the tenacity, the guts, the fight, that does carry over. So, AJ, as you look at this series, Memphis obviously favored right now to advance. And it looks like they got a date with Golden State, your team. Do you look at Memphis as a team that you downgrade because they've had to have these heroics? Or do you look at them as a team you upgrade because of what they're showing in these games? I downgrade them just slightly. Uh, I've I've thought that Minnesota, for good chunks of this series, and and including the game last night where they were over 80% to win for almost the entire fourth quarter, I've thought that the Grizzlies have not been as good as I expected them to be. And, uh, you know, you called them my Warriors. I was high on the Grizzlies coming into this series. I thought this was a potential sweep. Hold on. You have said more positive things about Golden State than all the other teams combined. Okay, I so. have, and what I'm t- what I'm saying was, I was also very high on the Grizzlies coming into this playoffs. And, and you sure you sure shut up about that the first game they lost. I, I did. I said, man, what's going on with this team? So you asked me if I've downgraded. Yes, I have downgraded the Grizz. Well, here's here's the thing, and we talked about this at length on the podcast yesterday, and it's a great conversation. How much do you adjust the quality? your power ranking of these teams if there's not injuries. So what we'll do is, and this will be fascinating, we'll look at the games tonight when we preview them. we got two big spreads. The question is, how much of a difference is there from game one? All right? So we got two home teams looking to close out, and game five uh, uh, in Golden State, very analogous to game one. It's at home for Golden State. So now the question becomes, well, what's the line now? What's the line then? And or what was the line then? And that tells you how much there has been an upgrade or downgrade. Now, one of the things we'll probably talk about a little bit is with Utah, it does feel like the market is saying, hey, there's something wrong here. Something's wrong because the adjustments there seem drastic. But in general, the market's very rarely move 
NBA teams much in a series because it's, there's been 82 games. And now there's yeah. been 83, 84, 85. Are we really going to say 83 and 84 and 85 are like, oh, my gosh, they're like two months of the regular season because it's two games? No. Go ahead, AJ. You, you and I have talked about the Warriors and how much, they, you know, them being 9-1 to one to start the playoffs, 3-1 to one now, and that being a, an overreaction. But at least in their situation, you can say, okay, they've, they've now got this new lineup. They've got a fully healthy team for the first time all year. So th- this is the adjustment we're making. With the Grizzlies, all you're looking at is they've played three more games with the exact same roster they've played with, you know, in games 80, 81, and 82. And haven't played particularly great, but it doesn't mean a lot. Just like if they played great, it doesn't mean a lot. The fact that Milwaukee is dominating even without one of their key cogs or key players, it it says a lot. If you're a Milwaukee fan, it's something to get excited about. The market doesn't care. It doesn't. And there's an early line on – I don't know if you guys saw this. There's an early line on the Boston-Milwaukee series. Did uh, you happen to see that, AJ? I've not seen that, no. Uh huh. And uh, Mackenzie, you happen to see it? No, I hadn't seen it. Okay. So, what would you? Uh, let's do a quick guess here, and let's not get bogged down with this. So we'll do it quick. Is uh, it would be Boston with home court? And let's keep in mind, Milwaukee had a real chance to be the number two C, but they very much didn't want to play Brooklyn. Now that. Brooklyn is eliminated. Celtics are the only team to sweep. Not only do they get the benefits of the confidence, not only do they get the benefits of the rest, now they got home court everywhere except Miami. And this Milwaukee 2-3 matters, matters a ton. So what would you guess, AJ? The uh, And just to, for those that don't bet a lot, and about half our audience doesn't bet at all, is – about minus 140 would be the home team being an even team. So home court gets you to 140. What do you think it is, Boston, Milwaukee? Minus 200. All right, minus 200. Uh, and obviously we got the uh, Middleton situation, uh, his injury, and the prognosis on that. And, Mackenzie, what's the most updated prognosis there? Going to be reevaluated in a week and a half, but most people expect him to be about two weeks to come back. Okay, so, so missing some of this upcoming, yeah. about half the upcoming series, it sounds like. Yes. Can I adjust to minus 210? Okay, so you think that, cause, okay, yeah, that's, that's an interesting point. Uh, Mackenzie, what's your guess? I'd go minus 180, minus 180. All right, so it opened up Boston minus 190, but got, <sighs> got bet down pretty quick, down to 130. Oh wow! Yeah, so what yeah. we're seeing here is the 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 odds makers said Boston's the better team, and the better said Nah, Milwaukee's the better team, even with Middleton out half the series. Here's what's interesting about that, RJ. The 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 Celtics number being eight to one coming into the playoffs, they're now plus three eighty to win the title. The Bucks came into the playoffs plus four seventy five. They're up three one, like you said, dominating even without Middleton, and now they're plus seven hundred. So the, there's more value now that they've got a three one lead and no Middleton than there was to start the playoffs. Okay, now let's let's think of it. I think you're bringing up an interesting point. So we're comparing. So the the question is, if Boston and Milwaukee are generally in 
a coin flip series with Boston even at minus 130. Because what's interesting is we can say, oh, that says Milwaukee's better, but they're still home court. So Boston has a slightly better chance to win the series. Milwaukee is the slightly better team according to the batting market. Those two things can exist at the same time because of home court. Okay. But it's pretty much a coin flip. So it strikes me if Milwaukee's a little bit better and Boston is a little bit more likely to advance, and we're all forgetting that the Bulls could come back here, but obviously the chance of that is very slim. So we're assuming that's not happening. Uh, though you do got to account for, hey, another game played means there's a chance right now that someone could get hurt from Milwaukee. You know, that's one of the reasons that they do put early lines out on games in the NFL. When a team plays Monday night, they'll put their line for next week out on Sunday. But smart bettors usually won't bet on those teams on Sunday because there's such a chance of in- I mean, no one's going to get healthier any more than just a week. Pa- you know, maybe someone will get healthier because a week passes. But there could be your quarterback could go down Monday night pretty easy, right? So why bet that same team the sure. next Sunday? Well, this is an example where, yeah, NBA players aren't going to go down like, you know, as much as NFL players are, and there's not as many to get hurt, you know, 22 starters, whatever. But you've got to account for that sum. All right, so if we do that, I would make the following case. If Milwaukee's a little better, that means if they do advance, they probably have an easier road by a smidge. If Boston has the better chance, that probably evens out. I would make the case that because Milwaukee still has a game to win, that Boston should be a little bit better. So, like, if Boston were 4-1, to one, I think Milwaukee should be 475. So the current price is what for Boston to win the Plus uh, 380. Title? Plus, plus 380 for Boston. 380. Plus 700 for the Bucks. Okay. WTF. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Does that, that, I mean, if, if the Bucks win tomorrow, what is I mean, or tonight, what is their line move to tomorrow? I mean, plus uh, 600, maybe uh, plus 650? No, God, no. I mean, let's do this. You got a commercial that you've been dying to read. Do that, and I'm going to ponder. And, you know, we'll tease the commercial for a second. Mackenzie, uh, let's, look, let's look at the math on the likelihood of advancing versus the way that would affect the payout. I don't think it moves as much as AJ says. But, AJ, let's, let's take a little 10-second break. All right, dealing with a dead battery, head to AutoZone, America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you're having battery trouble, head to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. Wow. So if you think, I mean, this is stunning to me. And it just goes to show you, I think the story here is how different the markets are. Who is betting NBA title futures? It's recreational bettors for the most part and they are going to be overwhelmed by the sweep recreational bettors barney at the bar they're going to be overwhelmed and excited about hey we just took down the most talented team and they're probably going to love brooklyn more than most you know casual bettors because they got star power they got the you know elite players wow so who's betting a series price, well, it's going to be, especially before the series is even set, that's going to be some serious batters. So it tells me the public thinks Boston's clearly better 
And the public maybe overemphasizes Middleton, you know, maybe. But it, could the, could the massive adjustment from the Celtics be because a, a lot of people thought the Celtics and the Nets were really the two best teams in the Eastern Conference, and they the well, Celtics odds that, were well, who thought that? I, I mean, I did, think a lot of people thought, thought that. Who, who thought Boston was clear before the series starting? Who thought Boston was clearly better than Milwaukee? I mean, a minority of people, I think, but that certainly wasn't a prevalent thought. Uh, I'm, even if you look at the odds, right, when, before the series, or, you know, before any first round series. But 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 go ahead. What do you think happened? Well, well I'm saying maybe because the Celtics b- beat a team that was perceived to be that have the best chance of knocking them out, that their odds adjusted so much more than a normal team who who wins their first round series. That, that makes a ton of sense, but. It's the wrong time to be talking about that. Well, not talking about, but it's the wrong time for that phenomenon to apply itself. So if you looked at what Boston was, let's say it was a coin flip, right, pretty much. Boston and Milwaukee, at least the odds were, entering the series. So at that point, would you know, look at it like if you have um, a 50-50 playing game, what's going to happen to the team's odds if they win? They're going to usually double, right? So if you're 50-1 to one and you've got to pick them game to be in or out of the playoffs – if you win, you go to 25 to 1 typically. And that makes a ton of sense because, hey, you've got a 50 50 chance of not even getting a chance to win it. So it's 50 to yeah. 1. Now you've eliminated that 50% chance that you were going to be out. Now you double your odds. So I think if you would have looked at Boston before round one and look at Boston now, their odds should have about doubled. So what are you, what are you seeing in that regard? <laughs> Eight to one to, to plus three eighty, so just about doubled. So they've a little well, more, they've than, more than well, yeah. yeah. The, the effect was more than uh, a fifty percent reduction, and that's because they looked so impressive, right? So there was a fifty percent chance that they were going to advance, and man, they looked so impressive. Let's juice it a little bit, right? Like so maybe if they had advanced in seven games and instead of a sweep, maybe they'd be we're like plus four fifty, yeah, plus four eighty, maybe. So, but here's the thing: none of that matters now. Now we're on the cusp of the second round of the playoffs. There's a Boston team. There's a Milwaukee team. They both, however they got through the first round, it doesn't matter anymore. How good are these teams? And and at minimum, it could have mattered if Milwaukee was exhausted because they had to play a grueling, you know, like they did against Brooklyn last year. Obviously, this Bulls series isn't that, right? So if you're sitting there at round two, now the question is who's better? And the betting market, at least for the series price, is saying Milwaukee by a smidge. Well, who's got a better chance to advance? Well, Boston by a smidge because they got home court. Okay, so Boston should be a little bit better odds. But that doesn't account for the fact that Milwaukee, if they advance, is going to have a better chance of winning the next series because they're considered a little better. So I think that's a toss-up. Now, Middleton, you can say, well, he's a big factor. Well, that's already being accounted for in this line. So there's one of two things that's going to happen. One is that the Milwaukee title odds are going to plummet here pretty soon, and maybe after a blowout tonight. So I'm going to do an impromptu best bet right now. I'm going with Milwaukee to win the title. Now, I've got a Phoenix to win the title. I think it's about 4-1. to one. McKenzie keeps telling me it's not. What is my Phoenix? When it was tracked and recorded live on Straight Out of Vegas, it was plus three hundred. Best bet. See, I, even the, the the head guy on the show can't lie to you. 
That's how <laughs> that's that's how much we're checking, making sure no one is telling you any falsehoods. All right, so we got a three to one. And now Mike, what's a fair number to book the Milwaukee? Seven hundred plus seven hundred. That's our three sharp lines, Mackenzie. There, there's plus seven fifty out there at DraftKings. Okay, but I mean, we did three sharp lines, right? And it was seven to one. Yeah, five sharp lines actually. Yeah. Okay, then we'll do seven to one. We don't listen. We don't give the best number. We give a readily available number. Okay. You're a man of the people. Well, uh, no, but at least in this way. <laughs> <laughs> but but <laughs> I do believe everyone deserves a fair shot betting. I do believe that much. So I'm going to make that a best bet. And people might say, how can you bet two teams to win it? Well, let's think about it. If I bet one unit on Phoenix and one unit on Milwaukee, well, it's two units to win three and change maybe with Phoenix. And it's two units to win seven with Milwaukee. So in both cases, we win. If we win... Obviously, if it's Milwaukee and Phoenix in the finals, that's sweet. And, oh, I'll be talking about it. But only about a minute a day. A minute a day. And, and obviously, we'd be rooting for Milwaukee. Now, something else you can do in that spot is you can make it where you don't bet the full unit on Milwaukee. So then you can kind of even out the results. Maybe you got 1.5 units exposed to win three and a half or three with Phoenix. That's possible. I just think it's Milwaukee is so sweet. It's such such a wrong line, I think. But the other possibility is that we'll see the series price when it gets more liquid between Boston and Milwaukee drastically change, and and maybe uh, you know Boston gets up to two fifty or something. I mean, I think it is the only it doesn't make sense to me unless Middleton's really hurt. But that's and Steve two- Fezzik. Steve Fezzik again? just texted. He said, "You got to tell him." He said, "I'm." When the market closes, it's going to be Boston minus 165. When it settles the market, Boston minus 165 or higher. Fez is confident. Okay. So we got, hey, listen, we love that he's listening live, giving his feedback live. Is what I would say is that I accept that, right? But I still think that it doesn't really change our analysis at all. Let's just say it's 170, right? So it's saying, all right, Boston's a smidge better. And Boston has a, a smidge and a half better chance to advance. Okay. But, man, oh, man, it shouldn't be this. So, last thing, and we got to run here. Uh, what, what, what was the mathematical deal? Were you able to come up with anything on the adjustment for the uncertainty? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so if you consider Boston minus 130, that would be 57% chance to advance. So I gave both Boston and Milwaukee about a third chance to win the title if they advanced around three. So if you do the math on that, and those, those – projections are correct the boston should be about plus 550 milwaukee should be seven to one vigless line okay so what you're saying well well yeah well well first off you're getting a vig see hmm, i'm not sure i agree with that so let's take our break when we come back i'll well i won't say i'll correct it but i'll try to give my perspective on that math <laughs> and then i've got a stat that might be the most shocking NBA stat of the year, and it's about the Atlanta Hawks. Stay tuned. 